What's going on? I'm being too loud, right? I'm sorry. Uh, it's Stokely from Sausondole. You know, I just... I didn't have an epiphany. You know, I'm just listening to things. I'm encountering things. I'm, um, I'm considering things and I'm weighing things. And, you know... <laughs> today... Today, you know... Um, you know, what I realized is you got to make the hard decisions. I was having a discussion with one of my cousins the other day and he was saying something about making certain decisions so that you get to a certain place in life. Now, it's not all up to you, of course. You know, you have very different variables that affect you in life that can advance you or hold you back. Fortunately, I think most of them have helped me push me forward and 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 help me put me in a safe place um you know for the most part that's that's what i think so um what 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 i have a um what um yeah what i was realizing you know you gotta make the hard decisions you know like people keep putting up posts on instagram that say things like you gotta suffer the temporary missing out on events or whatever in order to be successful at whatever you're working at or whatever or use your weekends to work for yourself and the weekdays after you still spend the whole week working for somebody else make sure you use the weekend to work for yourself you know yada yada blah 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 you know it sounds to you ultimately like guess what i gotta be working all the time i gotta be like hustling all the time I gotta work two jobs I gotta work three jobs These people out here Working three jobs I got a cousin that oh, Well he's working two jobs I mean I've known people Yeah I've known people To work three jobs I used to work two jobs That was When I was going to school But you know It wasn't Like hard Like I was just like In a store Standing up all day I should have been studying But I was listening to music In the store Whatever And then I had my other job Where I used to you know, fix machines and all kind of stuff like that. So, um, which were both very pretty much easy jobs to do. Plus, I was later on in my <clears throat> in my studies where I had days. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't really have to. Um, I didn't really have to. Um, I had some days off during the week that I could work also, but um, I used to still have like dreams of working at those old jobs. I don't know why it is like I'm still there. Like it's it's crazy i have some crazy dreams as of recently but they're not they're not crazy but it's like what am i doing here what does this have to do this has nothing to do with anything that i've been thinking about what is this what's going on here that's what just me i'm like listen like the dream is not even crazy or scary or anything i'm like why is this in my subconscious anyhow so moving along you got to make the hard decisions you got to make the sacrifices to get the, re- the rewards right that's that's it most people understand that. Now, we have uh, recently or in the last... In, in, listen, the media, politicians, whoever you want to talk about, everybody likes to make a convincing argument to get you around to believing whatever they want to believe. Even I do it. I try to make a convincing argument by trying to twist your beliefs or making a I try to make a I try to change your mind or I try to make you see things my way by making a convincing argument now 
on top of that, sometimes in the process of making a convincing argument, we create um, enmity or we create enemies or we create opposition and, and two opposing sides or we galvanize or we say this this is the good guy and this is the bad guy and you want to be with the good guys these are the losers these are the winners you want to be with the winners these are the evil doers these are the heroes this is the axis this is the central center of whatever the heck you know this is the axis powers these are the federation or whatever the name of the, the whatever the case may be right these are the freedom fighters these are the terrorists Right? So we do those things and it it, it, it it prevents us from working together towards a real solution. It prevents us from coming together. It prevents us from coming together because the person who's making a convincing argument has an interest that you may not see or has an interest that you may see or has an interest that is not accommodating of any kind of concession or any kind of... Um, Peace and reconciliation. Now, um, I can understand why they do that. Because I'm a capitalist. So I understand that. I'm trying to advance my interests. But making the hard decisions is something that a hero does. Or a martyr does. Like Joan of Arc or Gandhi. Well, the good part of Gandhi. The good stuff that he did. He did some stuff that was not so good. Martin Luther King... The good stuff. Malcolm X, the good part. Who else? So and so and so and so forth. John Lennon. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali went to jail for refusing to enter the draft. And he served time in prison and lost all his medals. They tore him apart. They tore his career apart for having a moral objection. That makes him a giant more than being one of the best boxers to ever do it. Not even Floyd Mayweather has like a perfect record, but he's still not Muhammad Ali. He's still he still can't come close to Muhammad Ali. Anyhow, so let's go. While we're here galvanizing and turning each other against each other. Which, you know what, some, 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 some instances we face trauma and legitimately have gripes against certain organizations, certain agendas, certain perspectives. We've been suffered trauma or someone representing that organization has done something wrong. So understandably, in our trauma, we have to get as far as away from that organization or that group or that whatever as possible. And we blame the whole gang because, listen, if you're with that guy, if that guy said he's part of you, that means you're part of him. And we don't want nothing to do with all of that. We're against whatever you are about because one of your guys did something to so-and-so, which is totally understandable when you suffer trauma. Anyhow, so I'm talking about what I want to get to is religion. What I want to get to is religion. Now, recently... With the advent of the amount of information access that we have and media and cameras and documentation and digital information and digital forensics and all that, we realize that there's some very sick individuals out here in the world 
Very, very sick predators out here in the world. Um, and they hurt people. And some of them claim to belong to organizations that are here to help us. Whether it's teachers. But I'm specifically talking about priests. And pastors and those kind of people who have done things to people. Or, or have facilitated things being done to people. Or who have given a past for wrongdoings you know that turned a lot of people away from religion there's a guy who I bought a car from one time his name is uh, he's passed away now but his name is George Moran I think his name is George Moran he used to be a judge he used to be a bricklayer and he was in the military also so this guy had a, like a long career a long full life of of um, doing all kind of stuff and, and just just seeing the world in a different way. Oh, and he was like a court officer also. So he was a he was basically like a policeman, a bricklayer, a military, uh, a soldier, and a judge. So he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot about life, and he was a pretty cool guy. Unfortunately, he passed away. We we planned on having tea so many times. I was out here. Partying, having fun, doing whatever I want to do. I didn't ever make time to really sit down and have some tea with him, and and really talk about his life. Cause I find the few times that I spoke about spoke with him in his doorway, he has such interesting stories, you know. And it was like, you know, I could I could have just stayed there for hours just listening to what he was talking about, cause he has so many stories. The man, you know, what I'm saying. Anyhow, rest in peace to him. I don't know his full life, but the experiences that I did have with him were pretty good. But he was a Catholic, and he said, listen, man, this man is about, I don't know, 80-something years old, 70-something years old. A car accident kind of messed him up a little bit. But he said, um, he said, um, then he had cancer, I think, on his skin, on, the, on his head. I'm not sure, something like that. He went in the hospital for something, came back, a little shaky. Anyhow, so he said, um, Hey man, you know, I can't go back. I can't I can't go back to confessional after finding out all of what these priests did. I can't do it. I can't support that. So and so and so and so. So he he holds himself to a moral standard where he's he wants to disassociate it even from the group that he grew up in. So he became jaded somewhat about that whole thing. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, I don't know if heaven exists. I don't know if hell exists. I believe and I fear God. But, you know, I'm, I'm still, the jury's still out on those regarding for me. Like, I don't know, you know. But I'm sure at one point that he believed or subscribed to that paradigm. Maybe. And... You know, people go to church and stuff. They don't necessarily believe everything that the pastor's saying. They don't believe everything that the church is saying. Like, they don't necessarily believe it. They just do it because, this, you know, this is what we're doing. So we just act like we believe it, whatever the case may be. They don't believe it. And those priests definitely didn't believe what they were preaching and believing in. Because there's a part in the Bible that says, If you cause... Any one of these little ones to stumble, 
it'll be better for you to tie a millstone to your head and throw it in the ocean. I'm paraphrasing. So basically said, before you corrupt or before you cover up one of these children, you might as well just kill yourself. Uh, I don't know if they flag or listen to these things. That's not a good phrase to say on any digital platform these days because, you know, anyhow. So, Judge Moran. And then I did a, I did a book report on another guy named Moran who I worked with at the library. His name was, um, I forgot what his last, I forgot what his first name was, but he was a older gentleman also, probably in his 80s. He grew up during the Depression. This Moran was a little younger. Um, I should be able to find that report somewhere. But um, anyhow, so this Moran... Um, so anyhow, a lot of people are jaded regarding religion right now. But then there's a lot of people that are against religion because it has discipline. And because it tells them what some of these improprieties and some of these bad behaviors that they're exhibiting are wrong. The Bible tells you don't be drunk because the devil is looking for somebody to devour. So it tells you don't engage in drunkenness. There's a part of Leviticus, Leviticus 19.28 that tells you don't get tattoos. There's other parts of Leviticus that tells that's against certain lifestyles. Now me as a capitalist now... I would welcome anybody's money. I do welcome anybody's money because, you know, I can always use it to advance whatever my goals are, whatever the case may be. But where do I draw the moral line and make the hard decision to say, listen, I'm not going to engage nor endorse nor promote nor advocate for certain behaviors because they're morally reprehensible not even just morally reprehensible not even that just morally wrong but they're hurting people so i was watching a clip on i don't know if i'm gonna publish this or not i was watching a clip on but that'll show am i am i a admirer of muhammad ali or am i a I don't know. Or am I a a young Howard Stern? Am I just going for shock value? Am I just going along just to get to advance my goals? Or do I have a moral compass? Am I all about my career? Or do I have a moral compass? Am I all about my capitalist leanings? Or do I have a moral compass? Because which one matters more? Sustainability or being liked. Sustainability or being liked by the wrong people. Sustainability or going wrong along with atrocities. Sustainability or, you know? And I think even Mandela, I don't know everything about Mandela, but when Mandela said guess what we're not even gonna really clamp down on anybody that committed these murders of innocent people during apartheid we're not gonna we're not gonna um we're not gonna do anything to them we're not gonna lock them up we're not gonna put them in the nuremberg trials we're not gonna execute them we're not gonna 
We're not going to do any of that to them. We're just going to bring them into the court. Have them admit what they did. Make them apologize. I think, I don't know if he even went that far. And then we're going to go about our lives. We're going to use peace and reconciliation. We're not using retribution. We're not doing, not even restitution. Well, that that part might be wrong. At least some restitution should be in order. But hey, whatever. He said he wasn't going to, he basically, this is my limited understanding of the transition from the apartheid government to the Mandela government to the current South African government structure. None of the officials that participated in atrocities against the South Africans were punished. As far as I know, they were not. Because the thing about it is that's going to now hurt. (laughs) And it sounds so weak, man. It sounds so weak, man. It sounds so gross. It sounds so unjust. But an eye for an eye will leave us all blind. So that's, that's really the premise that he's working from. So Mandela had to take the high ground. I'm pretty sure people in his party, I think ANC or whatever party he was, I'm sure people in this party were like, what is wrong with you? These people have been killing people for years. You're not going to prosecute and arrest and uh, you're not going to um, imprison them. You're not going to execute anybody. You're not going to make them pay civil damages. You're not going to pay restitution to the victims. You're not going to do none of that. Nothing. Nothing. You're just going to say, okay, just come and apologize and and all is forgiven. Hmm. Okay. You are nuts. That's probably what they said. And he's like, nah, man, listen, man, I've been jailed 27 years and I don't figured it out. That's not going to work. That's not going to work for multitudes of reasons and other reasons that I don't want to talk about right now. It's not going to work. Reprisal isn't going to work. Revenge isn't going to work. It's not going to work. So Mandela took the high road. Mandela took the hard decision. That's my opinion. That's how I want to spin it right now. In my heart, I don't really think, I don't really agree with what he did. But on a logical basis, um, it makes sense. And so far, I don't know. I mean, there's violence and crime and uh, disorder in South Africa right now. But... And there's still segregation and discrimination in in different facets. Not much different, I guess, from America. But um, at least there's not a civil war. At least there's not a human rights council or human rights watch group saying, well, maybe they should be involved, but saying that, um, you know, the former rulers... Are being attacked and being dispossessed and being whatever, 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 whatever. Right? So they, they, they at least they don't have a civil war going on where they're going back and forth and whatever, 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 right? So his peace and reconciliation saved the country from breaking out into civil war. There's still a lot of violence, there's still a lot of uh, social ills, there's still, you know, they say HIV is rampant. 
in in South Africa. So many other things, but I don't know much about South Africa. I don't want to disparage them. Forgive me if I said anything wrong about all of that. You got to understand I'm not educated. Uh, (laughs) I'm just talking. So anyhow, what I want to get to religion is um, people don't like to make the hard decisions. Mandela made a hard decision. People don't like discipline. So people scoff at religion. They disrespect it. They say it's useless, whatever the case may be. Now, okay, now when you get rid of religion and you get rid of even social, I don't know, checks and balances, how are people going to operate morally? Now, people are going to say, well, you know, you already know right from wrong innately. Eh, Not everybody does. Not everybody does. Not everybody does. And not everybody self-polices themselves. Not everybody operates within a certain limited number of parameters. Some people just do whatever they want to do. Some people take what they want to take. You know? Some people just continue taking and taking and taking and end up hurting. One, two, three, ten, twenty, a hundred, two hundred, thousands of people. As a result of their antisocial, sociopathic behavior. And I'm not excluding myself from that. I'm not excluding myself from that behavior. I may be also exhibiting that behavior. So, anyhow. So, one of the posts I was watching on Instagram... There was a young... Well, no, not a young man. There's a man. He's probably about my age. At one point in his life, he was abducted. abducted, And um, I guess he was rescued eventually. And uh, a man had hurt him. I don't even want to elaborate. So, what he shared in his Instagram post... Is that now he's become someone who is an advocate for saving children from predators. And what he says is the fastest growing age group of men who are, or the fastest growing age group who is, or the fastest growing group who is consuming. Child harm content. That's what I'm going to call it. Is men in their 20s. Right? So, what kind of environment are we building? The other day I just read a story about a man. 27 years old. He's a... He's a... I think a touch football coach in Manhattan. Who had paid... 14 and 15 year old boys to send him pictures of themselves fortunately he was caught and he's being prosecuted this is a gentleman who works in the education field works with young kids he's a coach only 27 years old looks like a hard 27 looks like looks like a 67 I don't want to talk about his aesthetics don't get offended now he's a criminal he's a predator he doesn't deserve any quarter. Um, he doesn't deserve to be executed. I'm not for the death penalty. I'm for hard labor. So he should be put to hard labor. 
Anyhow, I think that's very kind. I think that's very kind to put him to hard labor so he can give back to society. He can use his labor and give back to society because he's hurt people and he's a danger to society. Anyhow, so backing up what the guy on Instagram said about the 20-something-year-olds who are consuming child harm content. We're putting ourselves in a dangerous position by scoffing at morality scoffing at religion hey you don't have to necessarily subscribe to the big three. Oh, another news report I was reading in the news of course the news mostly reports on bad things there was a young man maybe 21 year old 21 years old and he was doing um, uh, what was he doing he was uh, is it ransomware I don't know. He was he was basically getting young ladies to send him images and then he would threaten to expose those images. And this young man was also a Satanist and a white supremacist. And the strange thing about him being a white supremacist is that he was I guess he's a non-black Hispanic, so he could be I guess he could be a white supremacist. But he was uh, following a white supremacist group. I think they're called. I'm not gonna give them any. I'm not gonna give them any promotion. But he was following a white supremacist group. Then I read another article. These are <laughs> about an older man, another gentleman. He killed two young girls, 14 and 13, who were on a hiking trip. He was also a member of a white supremacist group. Um, I'm not going to mention the name of the white supremacist group. It's one that most of us are not familiar with. I wasn't familiar with it until... But, yeah. So the Hispanic kid, he was not only following white supremacy, he was also following Satanism. A Satanist group. Not necessarily... uh, Not the Satanist that we know that put the statues in the federal buildings, but he was following a Satanist group. Um... So listen, all I'm saying is, hey man, listen, people going to follow something. People going to do something. People going to subscribe to something. There's so many dangerous things they can subscribe to on the internet. Pornography is definitely something that is um, unhealthy, especially unhealthy. It's, it's unhealthy for everybody. And I think that's what's driving many of these young men to get into these dangerous behaviors these hate groups and all these other things that they're getting into um um so that's something that needs to be curtailed or banned or restricted or something needs to be done about it something needs to be done about the proliferation of pornography on the internet and the ubiquitous nature of it whatever the 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 the, the availability of it needs to be cut back somehow especially from people who have issues undiagnosed issues so what am I saying what am I saying and all of that I'm not going to endorse everything I'm not going to be down with everything I'm not going to co-sign everything I'm not going to allow everything I'm going to make the hard decisions to choose sustainability over short term gain 
sometimes I'm nearsighted. Sometimes we become nearsighted because look at it like this. Now everybody is realizing how dangerous rap music is. We knew that. We knew that since the 90s. But guess what? We used to enjoy it anyway. We enjoy it anyway. So we give it a pass. Right? Now we're seeing the side effects of it. Now we're seeing the violence, the drug use, the gang activity, the murders, the trafficking, all of these things. We're seeing all of that right now as a result of entertaining, allowing, and permitting all this um, gang activity, all this criminal activity promoted in the music we now we're just seeing that so being short-sighted being selfish being limited in scope limited in vision we let we let loose pandora's box pornography likewise now we're reaping the whirlwind we sow the wind and reap the whirlwind like malcolm x said somebody else said that probably too but i think malcolm x said that but anyhow no, he said the chicken's coming home to roost. But it's the same thing as saying, sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. But hey, I gotta go do something important. But you know what? Set yourself up in a position where you can make the hard decisions and bounce back. Or have the faith that you will bounce back. Have the faith that you will overcome by making the right moral decision. That's what I gotta hold myself to. And I'm gonna try to hold myself to that standard. Thanks for listening.